Hey guys, welcome back. First thing is first, Starseed Adventures in Sedona, Arizona, December 11th through 16th. Get your ticket now. It looks like it's going to be amazing. Unfortunately, Aaron and I cannot make it this year, but we were involved in the Starseed Adventures in Cocoa Beach, and it was amazing. We had a blast. I mean, it was. Tell them it was. It was it awesome. Was, it was awesome. It was incredible. Yeah. Liz Lori puts on fantastic events, and a lot of our friends are going to be speaking there. So we were like, yes, absolutely, we will help you promote this. We are glad to. We wish we could be there. The price. It sounds pricey, but $555, but that's the full experience. And if you go to the website, that includes a lot. There's a lot included mm -hmm. in that price. I highly recommend it. It's a great holiday trip. If you want to go make it a Christmas gift or whatever, that link is below starseedadventures.com. And so when we had Mason Fury on the show talking about black goo and all that stuff, I mentioned that, uh, that black onyx, that fulvic acid face mask. Everyone was asking where they can get it. So this is what it is. It's it's by Longevity. Uh, it was originally on the market as something that you could digest or in, not digest, ingest. And uh, they took it off because of a lawsuit. Then they brought it back as a face mask, but you can still ingest. It's the you, same thing, though. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing, just relabeled, right? Yeah. So it's Longevity. I will put that link below. But as the universe would have it, Ascent Nutrition, who we just uh, partnered with, partnered with, they sell this stuff in pill form, humic and fulvic acid. It is the same exact stuff in pill form. And it's great for parasite cleanse, which Lexi always talks about, and heavy metal detox and all that stuff. And it even says, uh, as a loose powder, it can be mixed into drinks, smoothies, shampoo, facial scrubs, and foot baths, which is exactly what this is. So we're going to have two options in the description below because we've had so many emails and so many questions on what that stuff is. So there you go. Uh, those links will be below. And one last thing, the Hopewell Farm CBD, they have a 15% off limited time sale going on right now for all their 1,000 and 2,000 milligram CBD which is a great deal, 15% off, because that uh, the higher milligram costs a little more. So take advantage of that with promo code ULTRAJTT15. That link is below also. Okay, so welcome back. Uh, we have tonight, we are joined with, by Alexia Eisenhower. Everyone loves the episodes we did with you. Uh, the original one we did, I think, was the... Uh, the the, what was it? The Royal Bloodlines. Royal Bloodlines. And then we did a little witchcraft one. And ever since then, I've just been like, oh, I should have said this on the show. And now I'm back. We can talk about it. Yeah. So I'll explain nice. how this all happened. I was watching the Queen's funeral, Queen Elizabeth's funeral, and they did that wand breaking, the wand of office or the wand of servitude ceremony. And I'm watching it uh, at the gym and it was on the TV. So I don't even really watch that stuff anyway. I'm like, they're, oh my God, like how obvious could this be? This is black magic. This means so much more than just some tradition, right? And and how did they say it? It's uh, the, it, it signifies the end of service to the queen as sovereign, right? So there's that. And they say it's the, the first time the public has ever seen this or witnessed this, which I thought was interesting also. And I tagged Lexi in the post I made on Facebook. She was like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of working on this magic in plain sight presentation and then that's how this started and we're here and we're going to have some fun today and we're going to talk about magic in plain sight so welcome to the show 
Thank you for having me, you guys. Um, that was hilarious. I was literally just putting all of this together because where I'm coming from is I do my daily videos and it's a lot of biohacking. And like you said, the parasite cleanse and bringing in humic and fulvic acid, very important. We'll talk about all that stuff here shortly. And I go into it greatly in my channel, Ricky Leaks on Rumble. Um, but basically I get really upset when I'm trying to tell people like, hey, this is how you get your body back doing what it's supposed to do. And they're like, you're a witch. Oh my goodness. You're giving me herbs. You're a witch. And I'm like, you're telling me that while you are using your black cube device called a cell phone or a TV or a tablet using Wi-Fi signals, which is the airwaves of the prince, the dark prince, while using runes, which is your Bluetooth logo, which using a Pentagon, which five Penta gram G 5G, like everyone, like you're yelling at me for using magic, but you're using 10 forms of magic. And if you used any pharmaceutical drugs today, that's like the dark magic. So I was like, these people don't even realize that they're playing with magic. And unless they're Amish, Amish people are the only ones that are doing pretty good right now. And, um, uh, the rest of us are, we're manipulating elements basically. And we don't know what that means in our day-to-day -day lives, but it, it's doing something to us. So just knowing about the occult, and this is very much a cult, and occult means hidden. Just looking at something that's hidden means it's not hidden anymore. It means it's not a cult anymore. Just looking at it is what's important. And a lot of people freak out and don't even want to look at it. And that's like ignorance is bliss, but we're at end time. We're at the 11th hour. It's time to start talking about some of this stuff. Right. And once people are aware of how a trick works, it loses power over them. And that's what, mm -hmm. and we're going to get into some of that with your presentation and obviously talk about this magic in plain sight, which happened with the, any, any major world event that's televised there. That is some form of black magic, the whole CERN thing. Uh, they need your, they need us to comply. They need our consent to even pull this stuff off. And it's this, it's all, it's not random. It's like a systematic corruption all on, on every level. And we see this with every major world event, even celebrity deaths and rituals. Yeah. There's something behind all of this, literally black magic. And I just a little glimpse you showed me of your presentation. I was like, yes, we have to do this because you break it down so well. And I really want people to understand how to identify this so you don't fall for it anymore and it doesn't affect you. And also, so there's a fine line I want to and I start off in my presentation and I'm like, I don't I believe in you shouldn't idle anything. Don't, if you learn about magic, don't start idling the goddess and make an altar. Like just learn about it, live through it, let it pass you, keep it in your mind. Like, okay, that's a thing we have to look out for. So when I see it in society, I'll know what they're doing, but don't start like immediately go worship a sun goddess or a book or that like it, things could go bad technically. So um, that's the thing with wisdom. And if you're going to have power to be careful and to respect how dangerous yet important the information um, is in Solomon, that's like the, we talked about that in our first video. It's the oldest story of which uh, some of the oldest stories of witchcraft go back to Solomon and um it didn't do really well for him. Like we think of this obtainable knowledge as something scary because um, we think a lot of bad stuff came from that. But I think a lot of good things were implanted as backdoors for every magic. For every black magic, there's a backdoor for a good. 
Right. And and yeah. we and we talk about that all the time. Don't give your power away to anything, any information, any external source. Uh, that's one, that's a great first step, you know, yeah. and to not, and to not falling for this stuff. Before we get into your presentation, can we talk about that, that wand breaking ceremony just a little bit? Because I call it a wand breaking ceremony. It was a funeral, but I like, yeah. it's more of a ritual to me than a funeral, especially the way it's all. And they had the it. goats there that day, right? <laughs> a ghost? They had goats. Oh, like goats. Yes, yeah. Goats. Mm. Like, okay. Tell me you're not Luciferian. <laughs> yeah. They're not trying to hide it. Um, so yeah, remember on Harry Potter when in order to kill the black or the dark lord, literally Harry breaks the wand. Like it's an extreme, it's a known ritual. So that's why when we saw it, we're like, what the heck? What does that start for the future? What does that implement now? Very interesting. Right. Yeah. So you think it was actually like, it defeating the dark lord by breaking the wand you, you think it was a positive thing no on harry potter it's not even a positive thing necessarily when he breaks the wand it's just ending a dark lord's heir okay. era basically okay. so um if we don't know what that wand was we would just saw it we don't know if it was something she used daily we don't know if it was an heirloom that was passed on to her because that could mean something way more so we're just seeing shadows on the wall and like trying to make guesses with a lot of this stuff but i mean it it means it can no longer work a tool that can manipulate masses which has been used by the royal family can no longer work anymore i'm taking that for a win but um what does it mean exactly? We don't tell you yet, at least. Yeah, exactly. And it's all like, <laughs> the thing is, is like, that's all part of the illusion also. It's what they want us to, they want that reality for us. And like to get our consent, they put this like fantasy reality on TV and they get everyone to believe it, therefore making it a reality. When in fact, it actually has nothing to do with what it means to be a sovereign human on this planet. It's just what they want you to be doing. And if we, yeah, I know you talk about that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to add to that before we get into the presentation, but. Yeah. I mean, the, what they do is they put out what they want you to believe and create, and then you people believe it and create it. <laughs> it's really simple as that. Uh, and they, they create these perceived authorities that you just believe blindly without question and the, you know uh like the media like the mainstream media and cdc and uh doctors and uh all these things it's like well these people are all getting their information from somewhere when you research it you realize <laughs> the vast majority of that is corrupt is controlled and it, there's a big agenda being pushed through those avenues to manipulate humanity, get us to believe in certain things, get us to not believe in certain things, get us to act in certain ways, inject certain things into our bodies, <laughs> uh, do behave emotionally manipulate is a big one. They love to manipulate mm -hmm. our emotions, get us really angry or really fearful about things. And that's what false flags. That's a huge part of false flags and mass events is to create an emotional reaction so it's problem reaction solution so they create the problem which is the false flag get the emotional reaction 
So, so then we will accept the solution, which they already wanted to do in the first place, but they needed, they needed to set us up to accept it. And, and we so did, that's the whole game. Right. And we just saw an example of that in Florida with, yeah. with the hurricane, they lost internet. Oh no. Then here comes Elon Musk, Elon Musk yeah. saved the day with his free internet, a Starlink internet. Uh, it's a perfect solution, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously I think that hurricane was probably organic, but then but then steered. And we get then, into that too, right. you guys. Right. I have right. a whole weather manipulation page. All right. Well, great. Nice. That's great. It's I want to go off of what you're saying because I think I took this part out of the presentation because like I didn't want to go there, but you know what? You already went there. Like we're given what to think. And even as truthers, we're given what to think. So like you, as a researcher doing what I do, and that's, I didn't put this in the slide. Um, I did research and I realized that like ivermectin is completely paid for by Bill Gates and everyone's taking it. And I like ivermectin for like the end of my parasite cleanse because it's so good at cleaning up our systems. But if you take it too early or if like someone who's never even taken fulvic acid or anything, like anything detox wise, if they take ivermectin, I'm talking about older people who have cancer, they're not going to handle it very well. But it's funny that Bill Gates pushed to that one. And it also doesn't kill a whole certain species of bugs. So it's like, oh, we have this bug problem. Everyone's talking about the bug problem. And Bill Gates funds a $1.3 million campaign like two days before the Joe Rogan show, which is one of the most talked about watched conspiracy podcast in the world. And he's talking about it, which is not censored. So he even gives us truthers things to bite at. And they're I've found this with like three or four different Bill Gates products. And that's going to be my, um, on my own channel whenever I get to them. But like this ivermectin one was one of the huge ones. And I, you can't go in with a mind that isn't ready to hear some of this stuff. Cause we're not going to like some of this stuff. Also, when you do start waking up and listening to all this, you hear about the story where the devil met a jazz singer down by the crossroads. And he told him, here's this great life. Just sell me your soul. That's the only thing you ever hear about when you hear about the crossroads, you don't hear about Hecate, who is the Sophia energy, who is literally supposed to meet someone and tell them, if you go this direction, this is going to happen. If you go this direction she tells you all your choices and yes one of those choices will be like if you go with that little goat guy you can get extreme fame really quick and it's high karma but you could also go this way this way this way crossroads have four different intersections not just one we always hear about crossroads and we think of this devil story no he has stolen the job of someone who's supposed to be like telling you all of your options and we don't have that right now we only get the devil's what they, he wants us to see, but there's more options. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's all psychological tricks to make you willingly give up your freedom. Like you have to consent to giving up your freedom. And, and then they take away 60% of it. Then they give you 40% back. And you're like, Oh, thank God, thank whatever you. it is, you know, gas prices go up to $7 and they're back down to $4. I'm like, Oh man, finally, they, you know, a break, but they forget people forget that it was at less than $2, you know, it's, that's all part of the manipulation. So just go ahead and uh, take it away. Show us what you got with your presentation and uh, teach us something. (laughs) Yay. All right. Follow me, friends. I think you should be able to share. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. 
So we have magic in plain sight. Magic, whenever you look it up, alchemy is going to be what comes up. And that is manipulating elements, changing elements from one thing to another or moving them to do what you wish. And that is in every part of our life that we're not even used to it. This is so funny because I read Harry Potter in 2016. I reread all the books. I read them as a kid, but I reread them recently. And it's not magical anymore. Now that we have um, tablets and cell phones and Wi-Fi, reading Harry Potter is not like what it was reading Harry Potter in the late 90s, because we already have newspapers that you scroll in moving pictures. Like that's not a weird thing. We know that you have to play secret bricks to enter a secret society. That's why they're masons. Um, Like there's a bunch of things that it's not even... When you're reading the books, you're like, I have something that would do it easier than that spell. That's how much we, like, if you talk to the Amish, they think we are doing magic. And that is why they say no to electricity. And the Librarians is a wonderful magical um, series that explains that, yes, basically magic is just electricity. Humans conduct magic. That's why they're parasites, parasiting our energy from us, which is something electricians in the real world, tradesmen have to worry about. When you are dealing with electricity, you have to ground the energy. You have to, um, you have parasitic Literally, it's called like parasites on the electric system if you don't have it grounded right or the right amount of insulation. So this is all stuff we deal with daily. Wi-Fi is literally accessing data through the air, sending it very much um, a Willy Wonka type situation of moving data from one point to another. Um, The printing press per Mark Twain is some of the darkest magic we're dealing with. And we were talking about wands. This this is a graphite wand that everyone has used. It's graphite inside of a wood. And at the very end, there's a rubber element, which stops the conductivity because you can stop conducting electricity if you have rubber. So it's a um, very stunted wand that we are all made to use, a special one. And if you've been a part of this journey, you've probably seen stuff about like magical typewriters being, if you write this is like a really big thing that the witches always talk about. Like they are all about their typewriters. Tom Hanks had a whole weird Instagram post with his typewriter early on during this. Mm -hmm. And if you write a story on this typewriter, it will come true. Um, Same thing goes for the printing press. Cause like you said, Tyler, if you tell everyone a scary story and everyone believes it, then now it's going to happen. And that's kind of why we have to deal with the Bible. When you have people going, I don't listen to the Bible, it's edited. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. So many people have read it. Now it's going to become real just because it's in everybody's like collective consciousness. Yeah. Everyone knows of it. Everyone knows the stories. Everyone knows the prophecies. It's going to happen for that reason. Um, and we talked about earlier, everything we're talking about is kind of a cult, but a cult is hidden. So if you just look and observe at what we're seeing, like on the double slit experiment explains, we will be able to see um, situations change just by like looking at it. And this is um, categorized in the observer effect, which is also what the double slit experiment shows. Do you guys know of the double slit experiment? Oh, yeah. I, I'm not really familiar with it, but maybe the audience isn't either. So go ahead and explain. Aaron, can you explain it? Cause (laughs) yeah, they did an experiment where they shot, what is it? Like electrons. Um, and when they observed it, they would just, it would just be an electron hit, um, or go through the slit 
And then when they didn't observe it, and then they checked to see where it hit, it was like a wave, a waveform that that went through as if it was like all possibility, you know, because it was unobserved. Yes, so the pro the photon our observation is what's actually locking in a certain reality. Certain exactly. The photons were a chaos mess mm -hmm. until they actually looked from a different angle and then they noticed the photons were making a wave pattern and only but yeah. only if you looked at it if you didn't look at it it looked chaotic so just um quantum physics yeah and that yes. like it proves that we do create an observer effect which yeah. is literally just like home field advantage this has been proven millions of times with every home game from high school to pro if you play at home you're going to have more people rooting for you prayers are going to be literally be said to make you win and um they're going to be in the vicinity versus the people who are not playing at home so that is kind of how we're dealing with it in our society prerequisites i always tell people protection we're going to go into mine in a second but you use whatever is strongest protection for you Understand the elements. A lot of cheap magic that we've been allowed to have, I'm talking Wicca and stuff, it's very watered down to the point they even make us think to only bring in four elements whenever you're dealing with creation, because you do need elements to create stuff. If you are in any field, you have your tools of the trade, and those are elements, and then you create stuff. But um, they always usually leave out uh, the spirit, which is very interesting intention what are you going into the ceremony that you're creating with if it's i'm talking if it's for work and you're getting paid to do something for the deep state and your intention it this can go very very far because then your intention is going towards money and this is why we are not supposed to like idolize things we'll get into that later um and then it's just we have to deal with these elements all day every day anyway uh carbon you are the carbon they are trying to get rid of in this world and carbon is ironically a lot of this uh suppressed healing not only for like humans but also for the earth, like if we're putting carbon back into our grounds, they're becoming fruitful for the first time in years. And we're noticing that again um, on the macro. So I always do the whole armor of God before anything, before the show, before a dig, before whatever the case is, I suit up. Right. And we do that before every episode also. I mean, I, I always clear, you know, everything I do won't disclose it because, you know, but we still... Uh, is you have to, you have, you to, have to actually, and it's actually, especially doing what we do. There's a lot of eyes on us, anyone who's an influencer, right? So there's a lot of, you have to really protect your energy when you're putting yourself out there and your voice is, you know, take for every one of your viewers, double that as two eyes on you from each viewer. That's a lot of people watching you, a lot of eyes on you and a lot of energy coming your way. So anyone who's doing this type of work, the first and foremost thing you should be doing is protecting your space before you ever uh, go live or record or anything. And I've seen, um, I've seen things go bad when I forget or like when I do stuff and you can tell that you get messed with and the stream will cut you off and like throw you out on a zoom and everyone else is fine. So I've seen it go astray if I forget. Um, and right. then if well, you, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, no, it, it, this is where black magic comes in. People do it without even understanding that they're doing it. So even negative thoughts towards somebody, 
if you're if you're hating on somebody you're just thinking about oh i wish this would happen to them that actually energetically affects them in the in the now right and it's so subconsciously it's happening to everyone you know and that's and that's why it's just so important and people i just read a mean people expect evil to show up as evil but it doesn't it shows up as your friend it shows up they don't yes. show up and say hey i'm evil here's my intentions you know fear me no yes. they show up as your friend and somebody who's gonna slither in like the snake in the grass it's deceptive yeah. deceptive and we see that in the world stage we see that in this community influencers we see it in your real life seen yeah. a lot in this community with certain influencers and certain celebrities in the community right now also nice. parasites literally parasites take over so this is why i'm so big on parasite cleanses and this is why i don't mind following trump because he literally told everyone like i'm taking a parasite cleanser and if anyone has watched the faculty on mtv back in the 90s oh yeah it's about parasites taking over the administration they take over the fire departments and the police departments then they take over the world so the only way the kids can like trust each other is if you do a parent like they call it caffeine but like i would be like okay drink this chlorine dioxide and if they can't drink it or if they have a really bad reaction like go away we're dealing with things and these people might be genuine good-hearted people but they anyone can be taken over especially um, military or targeted individuals we have it like implants and stuff that you have to corrode and get out of you um so you can't be taken over exactly thank exactly. you for saying that and and a host sometimes doesn't know that they're a host for the parasite right or or, or entity or you you can take mm -hmm. it wherever you want an entity attachment or possession most of the time the host doesn't understand that they're being influenced or their thoughts aren't even their own thoughts and their intrusive thoughts. And that's that all comes like uh, there, there's an episode of Stargate where they talk about how this the parasites affect your thought waves and your thought forms. And you can actually manipulate your own mind by just having a, literally an insect inside of you. Yes, I just posted last night my zombie episode. Um, I go over a series of seven. I just started seeing seven in all of these fiction stories. So I started like delving into fiction on my channel, rumble forward slash Ricky leaks. And we cover how zombies in real life are playing out in the world stage. And literally the ability for worms, there are blood worms that can take over a human to make them commit suicide. And we know this is a huge thing, but yet those worms are still in military bases. And we wonder why we have 22 military suicides a day. But like, we know that the science is there that this one toxoplasmosis Gandhi parasite causes suicide. It's just crazy. Right. All right, continue with this slide here. Definitely. Um, anyone can just screenshot this. It's some affirmations that I've noticed worked really well for me. And your words are spells. We're spelling our universe. We're cursing people. Like very much is part of the Babylonian magic that we are in. Um, and just saying, I am my name, my master that I work with. He doesn't even want you saying your married name. He wants you saying your birth name, but like, just say, I declare, I am whatever my name is. I am willing to love myself. I'm willing to be compassionate. I'm willing to, you know, wear the whole armor of God. I just say all these different things and you will become it because no one's going to advocate for you. You really have to advocate for yourself. Or even things like I am healed. And, you know, instead yes. of I am injured or whatever, I, that's something I really, really, really work on with uh, having a lifelong back injury. But I, I don't say it like that anymore. When people, 
ask me, you know, if I, what's wrong, I don't tell them I have a back problem. I say, oh, I'm on a healing journey or I'm healing my back. But sometimes I forget to say that. I'm like, oh, my back's, you know, I'm like, I catch myself. It's not easy. We have to break those thought patterns. That's wonderful. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's true. We have to, um, just the last thing you want to do when you're feeling bad, I will give sympathy and credit. Like my husband was sick last night and I'm trying to put this together and like, he feels so sick and I've been there, but he's saying like the stuff that we say not to say, like, don't allow yourself to get grumpy. Just go through it, go to bed, take some salt and you'll be fine. Hmm, Um, yeah. Salt we'll get into a little bit later, but basically like I am a hundred percent sure that the reason you feel so many people feel better the second they go into hospitals, which keeps them going back is the fact they put a saline IV on you. The second you walk in, most people are so drained of salt and salt is like so needed in our system for so many different things. Um, the second you put enough salt back into you with like saline drips, your adrenals for the first time will be they're, they're going to come online. So you're not going to be in fight or flight. And for the first second, you're going to calm down and you're just going to feel calm and you're going to feel good. And that's like the black magic of hospitals. That is what's making you feel better is that salt saline IV. And then they start their black magic immediately after that. Um, but literally salt is legit. Salt is also a great, uh, is great for warding off evil spirits too. And I mean, that's a little, it's, it is the same, but it's not, but it's great for that. There's something I didn't want to say. I didn't want to go there because I don't know if people are ready or not, but basically uh, pentagrams come up a lot in magic and it's a very fearful symbol, but it's something that I don't think any of us can get rid of because our body is a pentagram. We have a head, we have two arms, two legs. And we are a star. So if you have enough salt in your body, I think we're being used because we are pentagrams that create salt. We are the salt of the earth. And that's why these parasites are like latching onto us, I believe is because we are the tool that they need. Um, And you don't need to bring in that tool because you are it. It's kind of what I think there. Well, it's all intention. Um, It's all intention too, with any symbol. Every most of them have all been hijacked. Anyway, we exactly. talked we talked this on talked about this, but even like talking about a Ouija board, like right now, Halloween, it's it's high everything's heightened right now. All yeah. the veils thinning, it's all being promoted, all this, you know, black magic is very apparent, whatever's going on. Yeah. Ouija boards are back on the shelves, people are exploring with them. And it, Hollywood has told us that it calls in all these negative spirits and stuff, which you don't know what you're getting into, but it's still a divination tool, just like anything else that you use. Just like, you know, it's still, you have to, I don't recommend it, but I'm just saying like, you have to be very cautious when you get into this stuff. Yes. Be cautious. Know it's there. And that's why I start off with a prayer and bring God in. And like the new stranger things that, um, Kate Bush song is like the best and they're doing it when she's possessed. They're telling you, bring God in when things get hard. Just, I know so many people who are willing to bend over and like, be like, oh, I'm a Pleiadian. I'll do this for the Pleiadians. Ooh, I'm from Venus. I'll do this. But like, no one will be like, hey, I believe in God. God, like come in. And if you, he's the strongest force. I have tried a lot of different things and God is always like the number one source to pull from. So that's why I always go to prayer, which is also, you can prove this there they took it away from us and in harry potter a lot of this goes back to harry potter um they took away defense against the dark arts the second 
they infiltrated these schools and like on faculty, they get the students. Oh, like real life. They go for the kids. They go for the schools. They go for the teachers and these secret curriculums. We're dealing with it right now in America. Um, And like uh, Project Veritas is blowing that extreme out right now. But basically, have to look at what the schools are doing and in real life in the 60s in America and on Harry Potter when the the reptilian corrupt government takes over the wizarding world they immediately take defense against the dark arts out of wizarding schools and literally prayer is the number one way to defend yourself against evil and they took that away and that's what they did in Harry Potter so um we kind of always have to look at the schools and what they're dealing with because if demons took over the school, the demons are not going to allow us to fight them or know what we need to do to fight them, basically. Can you go back one slide? Yes. Please? So you have the uh, the praying hands on there, which is something I find interesting because I've heard, I think maybe Laura Van Tyne talks about uh, the praying hands being created by the church because it actually closes off the circuit. So if you see like uh, Mother Mary or, or Jesus and all the old original depictions, the hands are always open. They're never, they're never like this. This actually closes okay. the circuit. So it actually like, it makes your prayer ineffective. Oh, I see. That Apparently. makes sense. Again, they put out what they want you to do. Right. And you follow it. Just like on Rick exactly. and Morty, they tell you the flipping yeah, so, off is the peace but sign. At, but look at all the old biblical depictions. No one's doing this. They're all they're very open. Very yeah, interesting. Thank you. Even yeah. my master does that. That's so cool. So, hey, take it from the, even that is part of the deception here. So thank you for bringing that up. No reason. It's not by accident. You put the word censored under those hands. You you already True. knew. True. <laughs> That's true. I love it. Oh my God. That's so funny. And they teach us the wrong ones when they do teach it. All right. So tell us what's in the cave. Last time I actually told you what's in the cave. We're <laughs> going to really quickly go back to that story. Um, there is a story, Solomon, Testament of Solomon. That explains that Solomon went into some cave underground area and he found seven demons hiding out. And he's like, and he asked the demons, what are you? And they explain that they were basically, it sounds like the seven sins. Each of them had its own sin. It would make humanity do. And they're very similar to the seven sins. Check out that whole Testament of Solomon story. It explains that the demons explain to him, don't worry. There's an equal part to us, usually an angel that can reverse whatever we did. So that's why we're in the cave because the angels who can, who hate us, who can reverse everything we do that are stronger than us are out there on the surface. That's why we're hidden. And then Solomon gets a pentagram and he can control the demons. And this idea of being controlled by a pentagram ring is really big in fiction and whoever controls the ring has influence to control the world. So of course, does that make the ring bad itself? No, whoever holds it can control the world. If it's a bad person who probably will do anything to get the ring, yeah, that's kind of bad. But if a good guy has the ring, do you see what I'm saying? We don't right. know exactly what's gonna happen with the tool itself. And um, apparently Constantine, they're coming out with a second Constantine, but the first one says that the only rules of heaven, hell, good, bad, God, Satan, Jupiter, Saturn, is basically 
who gets to influence the population into doing their will. And it's really easy. That's why we see Lucifer pushing his stuff or that kind of Satanism stuff first um, is because they hit hard. They're everywhere. And it's very easy. They're playing on lust. They're playing on our lower chakras being unhealed because so many of us do have trauma from childhood, from embarrassment, simple embarrassment in high school could cause trauma. Like I've heard people say we have more than 12 altars each, just as a normal human being who doesn't even realize they have 12 altars. And these are all from different trauma events through life. And that can really aid in where we make our decisions later. And we really saw that from 2016 till now um, play out in the real world. Yeah, that's really interesting about the altars. That's mm-hmm. something that doesn't isn't quite understood enough. Like we talk about altars and you throw that term around, but like you don't realize that all it takes is a certain trigger word or whatever the case is to switch you into that altar and embody that energy and become someone different, even if it's slightly like all of a sudden, like different aspects of yourself come to the forefront and you react in differently in a different situation and people who know you the closest be like, that's not you. Like I, this isn't you right now, you know, and it, and it quite literally is like an altar. And that one's hard for me right now because I'm a very much millennial. I was a very liberal millennial. Um, so my altars that I kind of go into in situations where maybe I'm out with people I can feel myself changing into this very much like millennial fat, like just not all there, (laughs) that kind of attitude, even though I'm not like that any other time. So that's really hard to deal with right now, just because I'm talking to so many different people. If I'm out and about, I can feel myself take over and then you have to be aware and pull it back in. And you're basically making, you're living for the first time all over again, because we automatically go into these altars we've made of ourselves when we're in certain situations it's really weird especially when you go back around an old group of friends like you said yeah like you you become the person that you know that they know like they don't know the me now but they know they know this version of me and you subconsciously do it. it's not even like you're trying to Mm -hmm. yeah exactly um this (laughs) there's salt all throughout this presentation because right. it's that important um there's this christian song actually christian it's a uh, matthew west and he this whole song is about doing something and like we always go oh my gosh how is god here like how are we in this mess with ch- children's slavery and all this stuff going on and cannibalism and blah 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 and like slavery of humankind and the thing we don't realize is what if we were sent here to undo it all? And like, we forget, that's the whole thing about this realm. We forget why we were sent here. So we think that we have to look without, but like God might be hoping that we wake up because he sent us here. So just always be aware to do something. What can you do? Um, Exactly what we're doing now, talking on a podcast, getting truth out there. Um, That's literally what air magic is the airwaves is going to give us the ability to speak to larger amounts, get music out to the masses. Weather is in the air, radio waves, frequencies. This is all going to be air magic. And we were talking about elemental magics and most magic is a couple different elements combined, but we're going to kind of put 
the different magic in our realm into these categories like air, water, earth, all that fun stuff. Right. And was that what you were talking when we were talking about the hurricane earlier, as far as the weather manipulation aspect, air magic, right? Yes. And, and what I find interesting is sometimes you look at the sky and you literally see like the ripples, right? It's like a, it's like a, it's a waveform from a, from a, a vibration, right? We don't know what that vibration is. Some people say, oh, you're seeing the Schumann resonance. And when the clouds hit that, that waveform, it, it follows it, right? Other people mm -hmm. say that's harp because harp is doing a very inorganic thing of that. So it could be you're witnessing the weather manipulation frequencies in real time whenever the clouds. So if it's a clear sky, you don't see them, but when the clouds hit them, it affects it. And this has been recreated in a lab. I've seen experiments of yeah. people recreating exactly this. So I know when I look up and you see that unnatural formation, it's a frequency, it's a resonance. Now, is it natural or is it man-made? So yeah, that's wonderfully put. And you also brought up something that we don't know, like being a researcher, being a truther, being a conspiracy theorist, we always go towards negative for, we're always like, oh, it's harp, it's doing negative. But you guys like, what if, just what if, just for one second, always imagine we haven't heard the end of this. We don't really know what's going on. What if Trump took over and made his own 5G? Oh, wait. But America does have its own 5G. What if we took over more installations? What if we're using these bigger facilities for good stuff, even though they were in the bad hands? And I hate to say it, black goo, um, graphic graphene oxide, it has been made to do horrible things. Like we know it can do horrible things, but it's also been used for good things too. Mm -hmm. It's a tool and it has to depend on the source where it, where it, the, mag the magnetic frequency, what is controlling the black goo, and that is going to make it either a good thing or a bad thing. But technically, there's graphene oxide and heavy metal, heavy metal filtration systems for like large bodies of water. But you wouldn't want to put that in you because then like really toxic people are going to have heart attacks and aneurysms and most of the other people might live and it'll be okay, but like it's going to kill a couple people, even if it's being used for good. So we don't know what's actually happening right now. Yeah. And I want to always tell that to everyone. We've heard the same thing. You hear both ends of the spectrum, right? I've heard the same yeah. thing about chemtrails. Some people say that yes. some chemtrails are good, some are bad, whatever. Like we don't know, but we have to be open-minded to not just giving everything a negative spin. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to do because we understand we've been lied to for so long. So what I'm looking at here is a bunch of free energy structures. Exactly. They're beautiful, aren't they? Hopefully we see more in our future. But um, basically, exactly what we're describing, it can, Dr. Emoto already proved that you can manipulate matter into these gorgeous designs. And he, all he did, Dr. Emoto, if you don't know the experiment, he spoke wonderful things to water and then he froze the water and and he looked at the different snowflakes under a microscope to see what happened. And then he saw these beautiful snowflakes uh, that we see on the screen, what you think symmetrical, of. Very symmetrical. Symmetrical. And then he spoke bad things to the water and he froze that water. And all those snowflakes came out really, really ugly. And like, the they don't even look like snowflakes. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, that's important to understand when dealing with any of these frequencies and we can see it with different little 
Architecture, I believe we've all heard that they used flutes to move rocks and all this stuff. And we don't understand how that could be, but we do understand and we do use in real life now. I didn't even put slides up. It's just coming to me. But we do use frequencies to move things all the time, usually on smaller levels. But if this could be happening in bigger levels, then we're looking at like this could have been molten rock that a symphony was played to and it made these like huge structures. And then it was frozen at, during the mute, the movement of the music. So it's not really like moving rocks the way we think of like Lemgadium Leviosa and you see a big old mountain moving. It could have been making, alchemy is changing the form of the element. So making a mountain into volcanic sludge manipulating that sledge, freezing it really quick. And then you have this beautiful architecture. And then what could that architecture do? What could it do with free energy stuff of that nature? Right. And that makes so much sense because some of this stuff, it does, it looks 3D printed, right? It Oopsie, doesn't look sorry. like a sculptor did that. And if somebody could do it with that incredible accuracy, like even to replicate that today, it's, it's damn near impossible and not worth the time. It probably could be done. But if obviously we're given a false history too. So everyone tries to fit the, the explanation. They try to explain these structures with our, the history that's handed to us and you can't explain it that way. So you have to like really unlearn everything and just start thinking outside the box as crazy as it sounds like what you just explained makes a lot more sense than the mainstream narrative, you know? Exactly. And this is why they keep it hidden from us. Otherwise we'd be making these huge old, sand castles everywhere because it's free and it's insulation and it's everything you need could be done for free that's what i see when i see those kind of things right. and um really oh, quick before you move forward so talking about the water uh way back early on we had a guy in the show dave pace he talks about the gans uh plasma water and all the stuff and he shared the story of an experiment that i think he was involved in or he knew somebody involved in where you know, the Emoto, obviously you speak to the water and it restructures it, right? Positively mm -hmm. or negatively. Well, they tried to do this at a distance, like states, states mm -hmm. apart. They would have three people triangulate. They would, I don't know if they were triangulated, but they would all focus on, they knew the spot they were focusing on where the cup of water was, right? Mm -hmm. And they would always send these loving thoughts, loving thoughts, loving thoughts. And they were able to achieve the experiment at a distance, not even in the same room. And they did it so much to they they did it so much that they realized when they were putting a glass of water in that spot, it was automatically restructuring itself without them anymore. Because they had set the intention so much for that spot that it was structuring itself with those symmetrical patterns without the need for them anymore. And I thought that was so incredible. And we don't even understand, we can do this all the time. I know I'm talking about this right now and I don't even do that. Like we forget about this stuff so much. Water, salt, gratitude is what my master says could heal us all. Because if he does like extreme healings, like he does the exorcisms right then and there. And it's so cool because what we teach is like, if you can go back to the gratitude and hold the gratitude you felt when you last felt good, it could even be in your own life. Like if you drink salt water and think the last time you were able to run on the beach with your kids or something and give gratitude, it's almost like the butter butterfly effect movie with Ashton Kutcher. When he looks at a picture of himself and he goes back, that's what we can really do. And it's just like what your friend said, all of that intention was set there. If you can just get back to that moment, 
even in your mind, your physical ailments will go away. You can get rid of a headache that way. You can get rid of little things, water, salt, gratitude. And of course, if you can get sunlight, that's great. That's a great add on. Right. Um, Okay. So this is going back on air. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but but basically it doesn't matter if you believe in it or we do back in the sixties, um, there was a lot of movement into our programming. I went into it on Maximus and it's explaining how the military industrial complex really got into our lives. They got into our lives through music. The British invasion literally happened happily. We let in the British invasion. They even told us what it was and we were like, okay. And then that's when this really heavy music, even um, cute little pictures of the Beatles are sitting there with like decapitated babies. And we, it was all in the name of this facade of truth, like the early wave. And we let in this evil programming and that goes into the activism and the military industrial complex stuff that also happened in that same time frame when the sixties were bringing in this weird music, people, um, presidents were dying for just talking about things. Things started getting weird around that time frame. So I highly implore you to watch those if you want to know more. Um, and all this might sound scary. So I always tell people like there's ways around it. Take out your ear AirPods. That's like the worst thing that I see this new generation doing. They're all little zombies and they literally have microwaving appendages on their ears and the Bluetooth that is going through their head. It's just not good. Um, And just hear everyone out. Like, don't, if someone says something, don't go, oh my gosh, they're my savior now and put everything into one basket. Just hear everybody out. Literally, there's going to be someone saying that, literally, I've, I've seen every side of every argument and I'm sure you guys have too. Like, just keep your ears open and always hope for the best, especially if you're wearing the whole armor of God you'll and ask for the eyes to see and the ears to hear you will be able to discern what is right and what is right. maybe a misleading. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean the ear the airpods or whatever. I always say that I can't wear them. I know people that wear them and I get the convenience of them. I really do. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get you, right? But at the same time, you're it's Wi-Fi. It's a wireless connection, Bluetooth and it's pumping that frequency right into your skull essentially obviously it's happening all the time but like we can do little things by not using them or using something alternative some people i I know can't get away from it but uh, it is and can you explain what this journey to truth podcast is i'm seeing on the slide they're just some people (laughs) i know (laughs) that share wonderful truths and you guys get so many people on and i'm so proud of you guys and i love just hearing all aspects of this weird truth movement that we're in (laughs) right so, thank you well, thank, thank you. you and we know some of these people around <laughs> i have a wonderful group of people on my facebook that just know of this alchemy stuff so when i was putting all of this together i kept going to christina lee dobbs and our wonderful raising starseed family and i believe mason theory is on there too right oh no so basically all of us have different forms of emf um deflection basically and there's mason's mason's pyramids oh it's beautiful yeah so uh, i'll put a picture of it up on the screen anyway because i know it's very small right now but uh yeah you get 10 percent off of those guys with uh, right on the screen promo code journey to truth perfect thank you there it is thank you and omnia patch same thing 
I was going to say, I have an Omnia patch and I have Altera. I've done a lot of, um, like my husband's in construction. So we actually have these tools that you can like see if RF is doing any kind of drop and Altera black shungite, like alone will bring down a lot of this EMF radi uh, radiation and people who work in hospitals, you can bring some of this stuff on you and wear some of these pieces of jewelry or small organites, or I like Altera personally, and also um, life wave patches and carbon are like my favorite thing. So shungite, raw shungite, a lot of people use these in Oregon. Um, it, you can even have it uh, in drinks. A lot of people have the powder of shungite and they throw that in their water and it's going to do chelating of heavy metals. And that's why uh, everything I talk about is like water treatment stuff. So if it treats the water, like a lot of those carbon shungite filtration units do, it's going to um, do the same thing to your body. And I have two videos on this one where I go into um, carbon in nature and bringing back our wildlife and everything. And then of course, carbon in the body for biohacking. Um, you are the carbon they're trying to get rid of. So carbon is kind of a really big element I like to work with. Interesting. So the carbon footprint is means a lot more than just. Yes, it does. Yeah. Fire magic, passion, creation, weather. I put weather under fire magic just because I go into the um, lightning and volcanoes a little bit more. But like I said, a lot of this magic has elements of like all the elements. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, Kate Bush. Okay. <laughs> I love this song so much, but I love the video. If you, if anyone gets a moment to check out the video for this, it's explaining it's Kate Bush, the same singer for uh, running up that hill, but also she does this song and it's explaining how this grandfather figure made an organ machine or an organ generator. And he's removing all the fake clouds that are above her and the it's a beautiful song. And then the feds come and take away the organ machine and like take away the grandfather. And she, and apparently rumor is that it's a real organ machine in the music video. So this little girl knows her stuff about breaking free of a matrix because um, she knows so that weather manipulation is happening. It's a true cloud buster. Mm -hmm. It's a true cloud buster. Doesn't Kimberly sell cloud busters? I think so. Right, the yeah. cloud buster pyramids, yeah. Um, I don't know. That it's that's interesting. Awesome. That is a really, I mean, it's a real technology, though. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. that's what or, Organite, right? That's he's, essentially, yeah, yeah. he's, you know, he basically invented that. And people make, they call them Cloud Buster, the little hockey puck, like Organite, right? Things that supposedly. I have seen what I have seen actually work on um, real life cloud busting. I went to St. Louis to go down one of the rivers with a girlfriend and it, we show up and it was like the most nasty day ever. And it wasn't like pretty puffy real clouds. It was like just the sludgy clouds and like pollution kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we played Dr. Virtual. He's here on YouTube. And a lot of people are like, I don't like listening to subliminals. I have seen this one like channel do miracles. And within five minutes, the entire sky was cloud free. I've seen people on TikTok um hydrogen peroxide and soak like a towel in it and leave it outside and right above the towel of soaked hydrogen peroxide after a few minutes there's a hole in the clouds right above oh. it so i've seen different little things work for this too interesting wow. yeah there's so many th things that, yeah it's 
and we know it happens. We can do it on a small level. You said earlier, like I've seen them move like smoke or whatever, which creates a cloud. Like we've seen it happen on a small scale to think it mm-hmm. can't, can't happen on a bigger scale is silly to think. Right. Um, fixing weather. I always think of Jupiter, the, the Greek mythology of Jupiter is this whole idea of the storm bringer. And if you can like make uh, lightning happen, that could also start volcanoes. So if you can control lightning specifically, um, there's always lightning right before there's a volcano eruption. And that's always interesting. Um, So again, I always tell people, look into these things that these like elite schools, which you and I talked about last year on our witches episode, we looked into the seven sisters, which are a seven, a group of elite schools that used to be women only. And all colleges have Greek. Like if you go into any kind of um, Greek program, you're going to be getting your, that's your ticket to society basically. And a lot of people get their jobs after college, depending on what their Greek life was. There's initiations, there's rituals, little any like a lot of mini Epstein Island type scenarios are witnessed at these weird Greek like initiations. So if they care so much about these characters, again, I don't want anyone to like fall in love and like start praying to someone, but I want you to know what their stories are. Really important um, Greek stories everyone should look into is Orion and Artemis, who are the hunters. That's like this long going story. Um, Jason and the Argonauts is a, to get the golden fleece. That's an important story that like the Kennedys kind of have a big hand in and they cared about. Right. Um, Artemis, I call her Hecate, but basically she's the... Uh, Hunter that is also meeting you at the crossroads, telling you all of your outcomes, not just the bad outcomes. So I just tell everyone to look into those because they come up a lot more than you would think. And it's good to know about them. The hunters become the hunted, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there we go. Yes. Okay. So this is uh, probably the main reason that I wrote about this. Hecate is actually in this Scottish play. And it depends if we are currently on the world stage, like, uh, William Shakespeare or Francis Bacon, as others know him as, say we are. If you are on the world stage, then you cannot call it for its actual name. But there is a Scottish play, and it is the story written by William Shakespeare. Again, could be Francis Bacon, and we'll go into that in a little bit. Um, That's a very long, deep dig, and I highly suggest everyone check out like the three-hour-long explanations of Francis Bacon um, editing both the Bible and William Shakespeare's. And, and you're talking works. about Macbeth, just for the people who. You're not supposed to say aren't... it, but yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very bad luck. I'm not allowed to say it. So you totally oh, can. Well, That's fine. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I'm sorry. I thought I had a little thing. So yes, Macbeth is this idea of a Scottish. Okay. So the whole thing is there was a rightful heir of the throne that was dethroned by, I believe it's like an uncle. And he thinks that he can now be the King of Scotland, but he talks to these three wise women and they are the mat, the women, the weird sisters. They can tell the future um, very much similar to the fates in a lot of stories. And they're like, Hey, you can take over the world. You can do all that. Just know that if a little boy is born from a C-section or is a girl that pretends to be a boy or whatever the case is, if she doesn't come from the mother's womb and isn't a boy, then 
this won't apply to him. But if all these scenarios happen, then that person will kick you off your throne and the rightful heir of Scotland will go back to the rightful owner. And um, it's this whole idea of a 0.1% chance of the rightful heir going back to the owner actually happening. So you see the rise, the the stealing of a Scottish crown, the ruling under a bad king who is not the rightful heir of the Scottish crown. And then at the very end of the play, sure enough, everything happens. All those coincidences just happen ever so perfectly that the Scottish ruler is able to take his kingdom back, which means um, everything happened as the fates explained it would. And that's a story that I very much see playing out in real time right now. Um, a lot of this stuff does go back to Scotland. There's a lot of, besides just Macbeth, um, there's a bunch of different Scottish plays about royalty taken from the wrongful heir. You have the real life story of the Mary Queen of Scots. You have Sleepy um, Snow White is a Scottish story, Swan Lake or Swan Princess and Odette being taken. That's a Scottish play. Like there's all these weird stories that are all explaining the same thing. And that quote right there, as the strength of their illusion, the strength of their illusion shall draw him onto his conclusion. That's confusion. 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 I mean, uh, black magic. It's working. Yes, exactly. The strength of the illusion. And that's what they are doing every single day via the media. Yes, exactly. Let's go. I think the media is right after this. It is. Um, (laughs) That was perfect. Thank you. Okay, so I called this air magic um, because they are using the airwaves, but really the earliest form of media per Mark Twain. There's this, I don't even know what the story is called. Mark Twain wrote this story that never he never published. He wrote four different versions and they just found it in his house after he died. And the story is basically the first two versions explain how a falling star named Satan came to this little boy in the 1500s. This little boy was working in an early print shop. They didn't have the print press. They were like writing stuff. And he's like, oh, he's doing all these little like really cool magic tricks and like bringing life easier living to this like kid living in the middle ages and he's like what are you doing all this magic like what is it and he goes oh you don't even know the real magic that comes in about 200 years it's called the printing press that's the real dark magic and um it's a really weird story and he explains how uh angel he comes to you with everything you want like satan is not going to be mean satan's not going to be bad you said it earlier he's going to come dressed as everything you want i love the movie bedazzled because it's freaking elizabeth hurley as satan like that's what satan's going to look like he's going to be everything you want and the truthers are going to be making you mad the real truth is going to irk you satan is going to make you fall in love with him right and the whole broadcasting, like casting the spell, broadcasting, it's going through the air. And you're watching programming. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know that Mark yep. Twain story. It's very not like they have it on YouTube. They made it into a movie. This is the creepier part of that story is they made it into a movie. And the second two versions he made, he doesn't call the falling star Satan. He calls the falling. Oh, wait. Lucifer. I think he calls it, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Lucifer or Satan. The second two versions, he calls it 44, like item number 44. But I think that's weird if you think of presidents, because in Mark Twain's version, he changed Satan's name to 44, which is weird. Wow. 
And 44 yes. is supposed to be an angel number. Also, there again, they're inverting prime. their prime number. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so programming, broadcasting. Literally, I do look at programming. This is probably the most fascinating um, magic that is being used against us right now. And there's just not enough time to go through it. But basically, everything we use is programming and macros. And this is a little tiny book that doesn't get enough recognition. And the very first like couple chapters of this little book is this programmer who always pulls up, I don't even know what it's called, the part of the website that you usually hit on accident and it tells you all of the data and HTML for that website. Yeah. And he always looks up his name and he like to see if his name's associated with a certain website. And he does it once and he finds his name and he sees his location, like on latitude and longitude. He sees his height, his weight, everything. And he's like, that's weird. So he changes his height and he's in his seat on his computer and he jolts up with two inches. And he's like, oh my God, like he realized that he can change his reality with this code that he just found searching the internet, basically. <laughs> and um, he... Everyone adds money to their bank account, which immediately alerts the feds that you learned how to manipulate reality. So never go to Pence Magic, which is money. Um, never use Pinch Magic if you're trying to hide from the feds because they can find you. That's why they like look at our accounts and everything. So if you get a deposit over $10,000, you alert someone. So the kid immediately gets followed by the feds because they realize he found this matrix and he immediately has to run away because now the feds are breaking down his door. So he uh, goes to Camelot, well, London in like the 1500s. And he's like, no one's going to ever see a wizard. No one's going to know what the heck I'm doing. And he programs his phone to like lift him in the air and change his like height and distance. And he's like, I'm going to go blow everybody's mind so he ends up in London and they're like oh yeah we already have a couple of your type and they're better at magic than you and they're like what and he finds out that every programmer boy who knows about magic code gets in trouble by the feds and has to run away and every programmer boy goes to Camelot and the whole does the whole medieval London theme and every girl that programmer that figures this out goes to Atlantis which is very much what we see when we're awakening you see all the guys talking about the King Arthur story which is very much like Macbeth um and then you see the girls going like I'm a Pleiadian I'm from Atlantis and like yep that's what they do in this book so you have um these programmers who had his hideout basically in the past because they got in trouble in the present. This so sounds, it's a really cool. It's fine. It's, it sounds really good actually. So it's called off to be the wizard by Scott Meyer. This is the book you're talking about. Off to be the wizard by Scott Meyer. I believe there's like five or six books in the series. Really the first book is enough to understand the magic that very well could be happening. It's just really cool. The way and he goes into it. And what if it's not fiction? Just like a lot, a lot of a lot of books out there, uh, like the episode we just did about the book, the Thea Uber Prophecy. In order to have that book published in Chinese, even though it's published by the author as a uh, nonfiction book, the only way the publishing company would allow it in China is to be published as fiction. And so, so they have to, they had to change it to even get it published. Otherwise, because either. They, 
you can never share something like that as truth, right? You can never. So that's why every, that's why I always look at fiction. That's why I have series of seven where I look at fiction because if it's truly fiction, it shouldn't have science that backs it up. Like if it's fiction, I shouldn't be able to look online and find the exact patent that this person is talking about. And then even I was on true social the other day and Trump has something and he can't get this thing published. So this is how we see real proof even coming because he can't get like simple numbers published by anyone. And this is how, but if you call it fiction and also um, Mark Twain describes in that book, he, he, he describes how if you no, sorry, not Mark Twain, Benjamin Franklin. I'm reading the history of him, the biography. And he says, if you want to talk truth and not get sued for libel, say it's from a satire website. And that's one of the hardest things that like truthers have to deal with early on, like 2016, 18. Real truth would be a satire website. So the first comments you see under anything, oh, it's a satire website. It's a sat they're doing that to keep themselves legally able to get the information out. They have to call it a satire website. And like Benjamin Franklin explains how satire websites or satire pamphlets had to be made. And that's where most of the truth was. Right. Tabloids. Yeah tablets yeah right yeah exactly okay so water magic this is kind of my realm and i'm not going to go into it too much just because um a lot of this is what gets me kicked off of everything but this is uh microorganisms and bio warfare and uh our your your body is 75 percent water um if the, if a biological agent was let loose and it was able to traverse through your bloodstream that would be the number one way that would be the number one ultimate bioweapon um we don't need atom bombs if we can control everybody basically mm -hmm. and then seas and law that it pertains to seas that's when it starts getting fun to me so really quick um look up on your own i highly suggest not using a google browser but definitely look at the screen right now Every disease imaginal, imaginable can be traced back to a parasite. Viruses are called obligate parasites, but they don't want you to know that's what they are. They call them viruses. But if you look up bacteria, they're parasites. If you look up fungi, they're parasites. So a lot of this um, black magic pharmaceutica they do is to avoid you realizing what the real problem is so that you can get a new pharmaceutica treatment and get those um that ph pharmacy companies are what pay for. We didn't even bring that up. All of these um, media that we're looking at, what's paying for the media? Every single is a pharmacy ad nowadays. Everything so that's what's paying. Yeah. Every single commercial you cut out for a second. Yeah. Every single commercial in between, especially if you're watching mainstream media, always mm -hmm. a pharmaceutical. And then it's always some lawyer. If you were injured by this drug, call us. <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> Yeah, it's like the problem reaction solution right there in front of your face. And it's so funny because I listen to what the people are complaining about. I'm like, oh, yeah, one of my things will cure that. I already have proof. I already have a clinical study. Oh, yeah, I, I treated someone for that. And they got over that instance, but they don't you don't get all the side effects. If you just get rid of it, they want you to have these side effects. And that's where mm -hmm. their magic mm -hmm. comes in. So definitely look all these up. These are definitely just uh don't be scared of a lot of these things. Ch chances are they're in your water filtration systems anyway. They just traverse through miles and miles of rusted, nasty 
disgusting uh, pipes that we shouldn't even have pipes in our system for water carrying, but that's where a lot of this stuff is uh, getting dirty immediately the second it leaves our water treatment facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, all the stuff you've had before, your body completely makes two of these oxidizers that I talk about. Um, and you can go follow me for more information on parasite removal. So yeah, linktree forward slash beyond the biohacking. And let me see what's it for. Oh, okay. So water magic on the bigger realm and why it could be a bigger ordeal. So when we talk about the elite schools called the seven sisters and everything, um, those schools all have, well, all of the elite schools have huge law programs. So you have a lot of witches that actually are in Greek uh, fraternities and covens in these schools are also dealing with law. Why that's important is going to be maritime law and an understanding of maritime law. Because like, if you were to live in, be American and buy a boat, you could go to the Canary Islands. And if you sign up your like boat, if you register your boat in the Canary Islands, you get the Royal Navy as your protector. So if anything happens, if you're out at sea, you can call the Royal Navy and they'll come and pick you up and take care of you. But also if you get charged for something really bad at sea, then you're under maritime law and you won't be, a lot of people aren't going to be charged because these laws in and of themselves have been completely taken over by uh magic they even talk about this they they explain how there's covens at the school they explain this law and magic seminar was like something at the thomas jefferson school of magic um that just happened when i was doing this like they explain how these um codes and statutes are being used well and so go back to the previous slide please the it's interesting you have the the Epstein Island on there. Why you have that slide there? So the problem is, and it's not just Epstein Island, we do have to deal with this um, with a few different places in the Caribbean. I personally, the reason I'm hearing you're hearing me talk, I woke up because we were accept, uh, we we were a foundation that was moving money from Hillary Clinton campaign funds and McCain saving the children funds to save Haiti because during that time there was a lot of like hurricanes. So we were like sending a lot of American funds from the richest people in the world to Haiti and these little Caribbean islands. And throughout history, the Caribbean for as long as we know has always been a slave trade spot. It's like if the entire Pirates of the Caribbean explains the slave trade route um, that was kind of early starting taking the place in the Caribbean islands. It's always been a huge spot um, for humans. If you wanted to buy humans, you go to the, that area. So recently we have seen this same thing come up again in our history. And the most recent is going to be um, Little St. James Island. There is a structure there which we, as of right now, we just have pictures of it being raided officially. We have um, proof that it's been closed off. Apparently there were tunnels under it and there's proof of concrete being sent over there to 
assumingly cut off tunnels and a lot of different rumors are flying around as to what it is exactly. Mm-hmm. One of the last times we ever saw um, McAfee was him and his private yacht circling and showing that it was being raided. So we know Thank goodness some of these um, truthers out there with money are doing some of the hard work that they could have just like swept under the rug and none of us would have known. It's coming out for full frontal. So we're seeing it. So there's a there's a a girl on TikTok who came forward from she escaped this ring somehow. And she's been talking about not only Epstein Island, she's like, guys, and she explains like the horrific details that we don't want to get into, but what she was involved in, how they do these auctions with children and what they do during the auctions, which is absolutely unimaginable. But she said, it's not just Epstein Island. She's like, Mark Zuckerberg owns an island. Joe Biden owns an island. There's a whole island chain and they're all the exact same thing. And they're all, it's it's like a, a circuit. So I wonder if there's a way that you could use weather manipulation. This is just more if you're into understanding law code. Um, There's, it's funny, if you can manipulate weather, there's always lightning before a volcano erupts. So if you can make it lightning in a certain area that you want a volcano to erupt and make land, now you have land and that's alchemy of land. And like, like you said, there's, Look up every celebrity that owns an island. Chances are they're like really close to this little area. And like you said, they're all within a skip, pop, and a jump. Freaking Ghislaine Maxwell has her own um, scuba license, or not scuba, submarine license. Like people yeah. don't just have submarine license, people. No, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's actually pretty comical. And going back to yeah. the law, the court, the court system and, and the law, like obviously... It's like the people say the system is broken, but no, it was actually designed that way. Mm-hmm. It was actually designed exactly to be broken or to appear broken and to work in the favor of these corrupt individuals every time. That's why these cases get nowhere and they get so drawn out. And there was like this, this guy that was recently busted for the largest child porn collection ever. And he only got like, he got like less than six months, right? Like 180 oh days in prison. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. 180 days and and it wasn't even actually a, like the charge was something else it wasn't even for the porn it was just they obviously they they're it's built to protect and defend their horrible acts exactly and um it's unconstitutional like so that's why everything if you were to be brave enough and like tear it all down you would have to go and prove the courts are dirty. Literally, I was just watching a 1942, it's a really good movie, So I Married a Witch. And it explains how um, whenever there's a rigged election, like whenever there's cheating in an election, the witch goes, oh, you can always blame a witch for that. So literally to prove that an election was cheated on is the number way to bring everything down. So you would almost want them to do an election, take four to eight years, record it all, because literally the entire enslavement process, that's the only way it can be unraveled is through proving election fraud, because that proves that the that the judges are dirty. And then immediately all laws go back to like sovereign folk. And that immediately shows we need to prove that the courts are dirty. And that's the number one way to do it. Kind of what we're seeing happen right now. Yeah, isn't that funny? 
Okay, so this kind of, okay, time travel. We're going to be looking at sand and earth magic. I'm a Virgo. Most of my chart is Virgo. I can talk about earth magic all day. So sands of time, that's really important to understand when you're talking about alchemy and stuff, because the time is this reoccurring story that if you can control the sands, you can control not only space travel, but like time travel. And bricks are made with clay. There are stone masons, and those seem to be much stronger than like brick made masons, but there are like the red bricks we see made out of college campuses and stuff. That is going to be sand that was compounded together, baked, and now you can build something with it. Now, if they're red bricks, then they have iron in them and that conducts electricity. And I'll go into that. I actually had to go into this with my husband because he's in the construction field so we did a whole thing on masons in like the lego movie and harry potter and how it's like real life so we go into it more but basically sand and lightning if you hit an area of a beach with lightning it turns into glass so that's going to now give you the ability to make glass and mirrors from sand time traveling sand and if you were to deplete earth of certain minerals carbon, <laughs> then you're not going to be able to create these connections with sand and create portals. Right. Um, okay. So if they're yellow bricks, they might have gold. Gold is still a conductor. And whenever bricks are touching, this is like known science. You can look it up. Brick, uh, bricks conduct electricity as long as they have like iron or gold in them. And we know like the oldest alchemy trick that the, has ever been done is like, oh, can we turn lead into gold? Like that's the number one trick they've always tried. And yeah, we can do that. And guess what? It uses CERN to do it. Really? Mm-hmm. So, so it's interesting about lead too, that they made lead paint illegal because lead actually naturally blocks radiation. EMF. They want it into our house. They wanted us to get the lead out and our food too. I think there's a conspiracy there with all of our dishware used to have lead in it and they didn't want us eating off of that. And they say it's like, oh, lead poisoning. But there's a bunch of people who have eaten off of this lead and it might not be as bad as they say it is. Right. A yeah. lot of stuff. Interesting. And they, apparently they still do make non-toxic lead paint that you can purchase somewhere. But uh, whether it was, there might have been a factor of it that actually was toxic, maybe. Yes. But at the yes. same time, or how it was made, <laughs> or how it was made, but mm -hmm. it, you can make it non-toxically, and if that's a word, toxically, uh, mm -hmm. you can make it that way and paint your home and protect yourself, and that would be like the ultimate EMF protection. My husband had to do a job, and they coded the facility in uh, shungite paint. It literally had raw shungite in it. And it was for a major facility um, that needs gift rooms basically. And it was it worked so well that he couldn't text me anywhere near the building, like if he was in the building. And that's what I talk about Altera, um, which is my favorite EMF brand. I have to unplug my Alteras in order for my internet to run faster. Like when you have a true EMF defect, detector you're going to notice like you have connectivity problems that's how good it disrupts the emf fields right um so that's good actually because it's almost a, a blocker instead of yeah what are those cages called faraday cage yeah that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so. i've heard of 
I've heard other people say they put powdered chungai in their paint that they paint the inside of their house with. I was going to say so. it's like an ugly color, so it's not going to be your top paint, but you it's like your primer. That's basically. a great idea. Mm -hmm. It's a great idea, actually. It is. And it's interesting that he said that about the job size, because I was in commercial construction for 15 years. I don't know what goes on or what it is about these these job sites, but it doesn't matter if you're next to a cell phone tower. Your phone does not work on it, around this building material. Something's going on there. And I don't know if it's the paint or what it is. I find it, I always thought it was strange. I'm like, how does the phone just not work on every job site? All, no one can call home. No one can do anything. A lot uh, of them just, are like that. Yeah. It's interesting. And they tell you, I remember early days when internet was like first a thing and like cell phone people were barely getting cell phones. I remember they would say like, don't use your cell phone in the hospitals. Don't use it on those airplanes. And now that's a little bit more lenient, but I really think it messes with all their stuff and they're dealing I mean they're dealing with magic when it comes to both airplanes and hospitals and cruise ships like there's some dirty stuff with all of the testing they do because cruise ships are awesome if you want to test like experiment on people and if anyone remembers COVID started from a cruise ship like that like one of the very early early signs there was this huge cruise ship where there were three or five people with COVID so they shut down the whole ship and then everyone got sick and then all those thousands of people were let off in the world and because it's a cruise they're from all over the world so like there's a and cruise ships get the first 5G towers to be tested and like all this kind of stuff it's really weird same thing with hospitals I feel so nasty when I just go see a friend who had a baby at a hospital or something mm. like getting next to it. And if you look at the towers and the antennas, why does, why, why do they need, why? It's just not weird. for, for apparently being a healing facility. It's not welcoming and warm at all, which is exactly. what you need to heal. Like you need at least the atmosphere right off the bat. Like exactly. you want to feel comfortable. They, and they do that. They do the exact opposite of that. Mm -hmm. It's this cold, Life, lifeless. lifeless feeling. Yeah. Right. So um, and I do think people know about the gold thing, Trump's tower. I've always thought that's weird. The glass or the facade is plated in gold. And I don't think that has something to do with ego. I think it has something to do with this conductivity technology. and technology somehow. Yeah. Um, earth magic. Okay. So sands think of Prince of Persia, think of Dune. They, it was literally the, uh, trace minerals within the sand that they moved and they were able to traverse time or traverse like go space travel and they didn't have to move at all they basically used worms and sand and were able to get electricity so that's why whoever controls the spice and this spice thing is coming back in full force uh star wars the new star wars they're talking about spice trades yes, um it's really interesting to keep an eye out on that spice narrative with what we talked about with uh just like maxwell kind of stuff right i mean everything like we all are the title is are you under a spell i mean yes would be the answer yeah. <laughs> i think for for everybody because even though some of this stuff might not seem like we're talking about magic this is the very stuff that's controlling us that allows us to be under the spell Yes. And like everyone thinks of magic as Aleister Crawley and uh, Wiccan. And yes, that's definitely there. Yes, true. But it's very high karma. I would never use it. There's other stuff and other ways that you can work 
um, you're manifesting again, I always bring in God and I ask him, what will you give me? And then he usually gives me a sign within a few days or hours. So, um, keep that in mind. Oh, I already said this. So yeah, lightning hits sand. It makes glass. This looks, this makes me think of looking glass technologies or these like mirror, mirror on the wall and being able to get information through this like molten different shape of sand than we're used to. And another form of doing that is volcanoes. And you always see UFOs flying in and out of volcanoes. It's one of those phenomenons. If you look it up on yeah, YouTube, there's footage. just tons. That there's a documentary on Amazon Prime about UFOs and volcanoes, and it has some of the most incredible footage you, you'll ever see. I mean, if you're looking for smoking gun evidence of UFOs, I mean, that to me is it. Like, you can't deny yeah. some of that footage. But and I don't know what they're doing. Are they going in there to, like, are they are they traversing because it's liquid sand? So maybe you go in there and maybe it's a portal to a different time and place. Or do you, are they going in there to gather, like, fill up their battery, like to get energy. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Or are they trying to mitigate the effects of it? Like maybe they're, mm. you know, you never know. I think there could be like all, all the above. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's always good to look at. I think all this, I think we're done. Hold on, let me see. We're not done. Cause I know there's something I need to, we haven't brought up yet. Hold on here. Uh, well, I'll let her go to the next slide and see first. For some reason, it stopped, and I'm pretty sure I had a couple more sites. What were you thinking of, darling? Uh, Hollywood. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> how, how, Even the name. I did how, take that one off because that slide gave me a problem. Yes, Hollywood. It was around my, um, what is it called? My media slide. And Hollywood magic, when we're talking about influence, the amount of influence that you can have with just some of these stories of the Greek gods, some of the, like that is, that is going to make you think if Jupiter's the good guy or if Saturn's the good guy. Whenever you have these Masonic rites and stuff, for example, the two huge Masonic facilities a lot of people know of is going to be the Scottish rite and then the York rite. But both of those individuals are given the opportunity to become, um, a Shriner. But the weird thing with Shriners is it's Mecca. It's all giving its um, look up. Like if you literally look up Shriners, it says it's part of it. Just it, everything goes back to it being Mecca, which is huge Saturn influence and Islamic influence, which is really weird because a lot of the Scottish right and York right people are probably Christian. Like that's just probably what they are but if you can now get them under the saturn influence now they jumped from literally the jupiter to saturn story and um that's how you can like get these people onto the wrong team and they don't even know which one is the right team yeah. if you uh put into the masses okay so it's really cool steve mnuchin He's a part of Trump's team. He, I don't know what he did for Trump, but Trump had two executive producers. Again, it doesn't matter if you like Trump or not. It's important to look at what he's doing because he has Sidney Powell and Steve Mnuchin, both of which are Hollywood 
executive producers. Steve Mnuchin has made things, uh, he has produced things like the Lego movie, which explains how, yes, there's a bad master builder race in charge, but the people on the outskirts are going to be the master builders again once they overthrow this huge bad force. Um, he made a King Arthur video, which is really cool. And uh, that goes into the Macbeth story of getting the rightful heir back in throne. And like, that's a really cool Macarthur. Um, Knights of the Round Table version is all these people, but they don't make like extreme high amounts of money. And that's where Pence magic comes into play. And Pence magic is money magic. More money that goes to something is makes that spell stronger. So if you have James Cameron making the highest film, the highest rated films, then his Pence magic is going to give into that the creation of whatever he's pushing. Um, and that's how Hollywood is totally in bed. And Hollywood calls us humans. They call us civil uh, civilians. So they're in bed with the military industrial complex. That's like a really big art no one gets. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the name Hollywood. So Hollywood uh, is the wood used in wands, correct? In the traditional in magic the traditional wand. Yeah. Druidic uh, wands. <laughs> yeah. Magic. Uh, they used Hollywood. And it's called Hollywood. And, <laughs> so it's and, like pretty, just the name alone is telling you. Like, we're, what it is. hey, we're casting spells. We're on casting you. spells. And well, that's, and people claimed that movies actually open portals into your living room. And there's this whole, yeah, allowing these energies into your home, which manipulate, manipulate you. And it's another form of magic. And that's why. <sighs> I'm not super upset with movie magic only because, and especially like a lot of people are like, oh my God, I hate Disney. I totally understand it. But at the same token, a lot of their movies that they're still depicting depicting have a good outcome. So I do think there is something said, yes, there's been programming, but most movies have a good outcome where the underdogs do win. It just is going to get to literally a precipice. Every movie, every good movie gets to a precipice moment where you're like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Everything's bad. Okay. And you give up everything. And that's like the true freedom. When you think, when you're faced with like, I'm going to die. And then what is that human capable of now? Because we do, we hold back from a lot of things because we think we're going to die. But if you're faced and if you're faced as a humanity with that scenario, you see people fight ways they wouldn't have fought before. They find something in them. So I do believe the Hollywood spin on everything is we are going to have to go to a precipice moment for people to wake up. Right. At the same time, it's them telling you what they're doing. Yeah. to get your consent yeah, there's a lot that there's a lot to break down with that in in essence yeah. though it really is magic on some level yes uh, movie magic they literally call it that well they use the hero's journey which is what you're what you were describing is the mm -hmm. hero's journey and they use that because that's literally like our the blueprint of creation so it's like <laughs> built into us so like I, I heard like david wilcock used to talk about this where he found out that they literally won't you could like bring them a script that's amazing and if it doesn't follow the hero's journey to a t they yes. won't accept it mm -hmm. they won't because it's they, part of the formula and, or they'll formula. have to or they'll have to change it to to follow that to a t exactly the hero's journey uh he's like every single movie 
that's successful. It's the formula for the spell to work. Yes. It's the formula that they have to follow, like, mm. because otherwise, like, we won't connect or resonate with it, I guess. Um, and it won't, the spells won't work, I guess, is, is yeah. the view I had of that. Right. Yeah. That's really interesting. And then the movie, uh, Hocus Pocus, perfect movie mm. to bring up right now. <laughs> Halloween, they're literally talking about magic. And I actually screenshotted this because a friend of mine made a post. She was watching the movie and noticed some stuff and she just uh, wrote down some of the quotes from the movie. And this is just a perfect example of how this stuff is in your plain sight. So once I suck the life from all the children, I will be young and beautiful again. That's in the movie. What do we know about adrenochrome and all that, you know, that, that whole thing. Um, another quote from the movie, their spell book was given to them by the devil. It is bound by human skin. Adrenochrome and pedophilia, they both are. Yes. And another quote, they call Satan master. So those are three quotes, quotes from Hocus Pocus, a children's movie, right? And you're right over there. It's disgusting. Who wants to see, was Bette Midler ever gorgeous? Yeah. I mean, back when I was young and gorgeous. Okay. We all saw beaches. Go on. But, But this is the type of subliminal messaging that goes into children's movies also that may have that good outcome, but they're still telling you exactly what what's going on. Obviously, we don't take it as truth because you think, oh, it's just a movie, but it's not just a movie, which and you have the whole like agenda with changing changing genders and lgbtq whatever right uh it's like everywhere now and especially disney is like hardcore pushing that yes and they're like there's an agenda there it's not just it's like yeah if you want to if you're if you're gay if you're whatever that's that's fine that's your own you know that's i fully support that but it's the agenda being pushed with it to get and you see now all these kids are now watching these shows and movies and now so many kids i see it they they all want to be gay now like oh they, i have to be gay to fit in and be accepted it's almost like if there's a straight person you're straight oh my gosh he's straight like there's less straight people in these schools yeah. and there's it's, something that i came across and when you're a researcher like it doesn't matter if you like the knowledge like i was a super liberal at many different pride parades back before this like i've had a girlfriend or two <gasps> But you notice something. You notice that there is a lot of research that explain how parasites in the wilderness can take over species. And if they think there's like mass depop, in order for frog, like frogs have been known to do this, crabs have been known to do this, and it's already shown itself in humans, that there is a certain parasite which depicts what a child's sexual preference is, but it, it can only be changed while the person is actively pu- in puberty. So like I had uh, LGBT, a lot of different mo- mentors tell me how to parasite cleanse, but they're older. They're not going to change because they're cleansing after the fact. But if a someone who's still under age of adolescence, you can manipulate their sexual identity based on parasites we, there's multiple parasites that do this so that's something to think of now that they're trying to bring people out of puberty like they're trying to bring people back into puberty with the trans so all these older humans are like going back into puberty again and that can meld that being in puberty is the most multiple time of someone that you can like 
program them. So that's something that you have to be careful with. I tell everyone to cleanse, but like if you are underage, just be aware things might be changing. Right. And you wonder how some of these ideas get into these people's heads and, and oh, he was born like that. She was born like that. Or is it possible they're born with a parasite or something? Mom that, and dad. Yeah. Or, or yeah, from mom and dad, or does it have something to do what happens to them immediately after they're born and the stuff that they're injected with and whatever is automatically altering their DNA from day one? Yes. And that's all my channel. We just went through all the uh, insect larvae that is put into uh, right. immunizations. It, it technically causes a neurological disorder, which makes you think something that's actually goes against source and goes against yeah. natural creation. And it doesn't not saying that it's wrong. We're not like, I'm no. not dissing or <laughs> talking shit on any of these people. But it's just something that we have to be aware of moving forward. There's um Metal Gear Solid 5 is a really, really good video game that everyone that. should check out. We talked it about explains... it on the last episode, I think. That's right. yeah. Yes. And I tell everyone there's a 26 minute mark vocal cord parasite. And it explains how we are all products of this Babylonian English, well, Babylonian language parasite, which we spell when we speak and stuff. Mm -hmm. So apparently we were all able, humans were able to speak before they were um, infected. To me, this reminds me of Sodom. I think all humans were made into these slaves in Sodom because if you can put one of these um, biological weapons literally through the anus, that's the easiest way to take over the intestines. And there are things out there, if anyone wants to look it up, research.org brave browser look up how parasites change uh sexual preference also how when a human has a thought it is shown either in the heart or the stomach before it shows the head having the synapse understanding of the thoughts so your thoughts can come from your heart or your stomach before your head which is fine unless you have a heart or a stomach bug then that bug can be making your decisions for you. So that's another thing to keep out. Yes, 100%. Yes. It's all stuff to be aware of. So the parasite cleanse is always, I'm actually doing another one right now. So um, nice. I, I see like it's, it's I, I see things in public that I have to ask, how do we get to this point? And nothing against anyone because I yes. understand everyone's here doing their own thing for their own reasons, their own lessons. But I have at the grocery store, there's a girl that works there who has a beard and I'm not used to seeing a girl with a beard and it's just, okay. And then uh, my neighbor had a friend visit from Alaska and he shows up and he's wearing a, a full on female dress and he's like, but you know, and you see this stuff and like this, even it makes me uncomfortable and maybe there's something wrong with me. I should, I'm accepting of it and I would never treat these people poorly. But I have to ask myself, what's going on here? Where is this coming from? What's going on? Yeah. Is it is it a truly genuine place or is it something else? Is it programming? Is it is it emotional? Is it I can trauma, kind of speak trauma? on this. It's a little bit of I've noticed this with people of my age. Um, right before I woke up, I was very much a part of this millennial group that we were all trying to out each other, like outdo the other person. Like I would wear, I had like half a shaved head. Like I would wear 
crazy stuff. And it's all to outdo because we're so desensitized by everything that we're trying to be seen. And I think a lot of these people we're trying to be seen, we're trying to be heard. And the only way we know how to do that is like peacock, literally peacock. And we are, it's also like the hunger games. We as a nation are very much privileged. I'm not going to say we are the we're not in the tunnels right now. We're not having the hardest part of this war necessarily. So a lot of us are the, what is it called? The capital, the capital on hunger games, all these slaves go to the capital and they like, oh my gosh, you guys are like, you guys are just trying to outdo each other. You don't look good. You guys look crazy. The hair, like it, that's what we are seeing. We are seeing a lot of these people, like almost we're in the capital and Social engineering, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's and it's pre and it's well socially conditioned insecurities also. So there's a lot of insecurities there that people yeah. are trying to address. That, the system plays on people's unhealed yeah. traumas and wounds and programs, mm-hmm. and that it all works together in conjunction with that. But yeah. people don't even realize that's what it is, and that's that's what keeps you stuck. Is you don't even know you're unhealed. Some people might, but they don't. They're too afraid. They're too scared to address it. They're married to their sickness. As someone who deals with sick people, they'd rather be sick. They'd rather keep. And it sucks. It sucks so bad because the broken system is making these people. So guess what? A lot of these people who are sick that I know the stuff that like could make them feel better. Now they're not going to get their three, four thousand dollars a month from. What is it called? Social Security? Like disability. So they're like and they tell me they're like, I can't like. I won't have disability and I haven't worked for 10 years. And that's not the person's fault. They are socially engineered to be a slave of the system. So I'm not going off of them, but this is what we're facing. People don't, I I have, I've seen old people not want to get better because they don't want to have to have to keep paying mortgage off on their, they're like, I could die. Like, honestly, that's what it is. Like, I don't want to have to keep this will to keep going. So a lot of people have different reasons. Yeah, you don't know you're under a spell until you're not under the spell anymore. Like, exactly. and then you, and then you yeah. look back and like, oh my god! And that's what we're that's what we're seeing right now everywhere. These people are literally under a spell. The spell wouldn't work if you knew you yeah. were under a spell. That's part then, of it. And then that's why. And then and then once they get challenged, you start defending. You don't defend yourself. You defend where this came from, where this information came from, and you start defending whatever it is, whatever source that you rely on you start defending that and that's where the manipulation comes from. But mm-hmm. you're talking about the old people. They, they rather died and keep paying on their mortgage. I was walking the trail the other day and I just briefly overheard a conversation. There's two older women sitting on a bench and I heard the one lady say, girl, I've been paying on that thing for years. And she goes, well, you're doing really good though. I'm proud of you. She goes, I'm doing good because I'm afraid. I'm scared. I don't know what'll happen. And I kept walking. So I don't know what she was going to, I don't know what she finished saying. Yeah. I'm like, that's a perfect example. Like she's literally in that endless cycle of just paying those bills because she's scared. She doesn't know what happened. Like we can't even imagine a life where you don't have to do that. And what would happen if you stopped paying, you know? You would have time to get rest. Everyone is, I promise you, everyone is sleep deprived. If you are watching this, you are sleep deprived. Everyone should just go take a nap with some salt water because we are all living like, we are so bad off 
it's hard to explain to people because these 40 hour work weeks, you can do what you do in a 40 hour work week in a 20 hour work week. You, you need to spend time with your spouse before the kids. You need to have a strong foundation there be t- before the kids even become a part. And this whole, since the sixties, it's been putting the kids first in a weird way that does it, that breaks apart the family unit in a weird way that gets rid of the dad and if you only have a one income household that's going to add on so much stress and like we're always in this fight or flight so literally if we had the ability to not have to make rent on the first or the car payment on the 15th we would be able to relax and have two days where you just sleep it off and then you start rebuilding the minerals that you need and these your body will start detoxing for you you don't have to take anything crazy if we had the time to do so right Right. And the 40 hour work week is turning into actually 60 hour work week and 80 hour. Yeah, it's over. I see that 12 people are working 12 hour shifts. And the reason the eight hour workday was even created because early studies showed that a person becomes ineffective or less efficient after eight hours. So even these people who are making them work this long, they're not even getting the productivity that they're looking for. It's all, you're it's all an illusion. Their, you're just stealing their time. Yeah. And making yeah. them more of a slave. And, and then yeah. people and people like that, they don't have the time to think about researching or disclosure or the awakening because they're the time or energy. It takes all your energy. Their mind is consumed by thinking about work. You get home and you, all you want to do is rest. Yeah. And, and usually people watch TV, which is another mind control, which is the worst part thing they could do. Exactly. And Food, GMO. And that's another thing, working for the weekend. Goodness forbid, if you have any addictions, um, I go into this in my channel, but if you work until to drink on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, then you're, it was me too. And you're not even feeling good from your hangover until Tuesday afternoon. And you're planning to go out on Friday again. And it's just the ring and roll. Yeah, exactly. Like I literally worked for the weekend. I, and then until I became a homeowner, then I was like, I have two days off and I'm hung over the whole time. I, I got to stop because I can't even take care of my house on the days mm-hmm. off and do the things I need to do. But that wasn't that was one of a number of reasons why I stopped. But yeah, it, I mean, you actually I realized I was part of a program when I when I quit my job, my alcohol cravings went away. It was I would get those cravings so strong on a Friday afternoon. It was actually scary. Like I actually would like, I, I had to go get a beer on a Friday. It was like this program I was in and I was actually really concerned. I thought, oh man, like, how am I ever going to get out of this? When I quit that job and got out of that literal program, it stopped. It went away. You didn't even want it. I didn't, wow. it went away. And that's when I realized how much of a simulation all that is. No, that's so, and earlier you said, um, after eight hours, everyone becomes less, like they just can't do as much. If you've been on a construction site, you want to push off lunchtime as long as you can, because nothing's getting done after lunchtime. Yeah. Everyone just kind of gets sluggish. Right. So uh, it's it, that it, we're zombies. And I just put out a video like they they put things in programming also for when you go to look it up only fiction comes up and this happens all the time with harry potter uh nicholas flamel was a very real person he did very real alchemy and he worked for a lot of different governments all around the world so it was really interesting to like get to look into him but you can't find anything that's not harry potter when you go to look up nicholas flamel same thing with this zombieism when you a zombie smells bad they their heart doesn't beat 
literally humans. If you stop wearing deodorant for a few days, you start smelling like horrible because yeah, you're decomposing and you're pushing out toxins that are making you a dead person. Uh, corpses are full of worms. Corpses eat humans. Look into human genome into our crops. Look into the pink goo that is found in like a lot of different meats, not just McDonald's. Like this, we are already zombies. Like right. it's very real. Yes, unfortunately. So let's end on a positive note. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's true, it's reality, but we're, yeah. we're obviously doing this so we can break free from it. And like I said earlier, once you're aware of how a trick works, it loses control over you. And you can become aware of this stuff and you can start to do something about it and start taking care of yourself. And I'm speaking to myself right now also, because we forget, we can talk about this stuff all the time, but applying it is something completely different. And that takes practice, that takes consistency, and it takes discipline. And something I'm really working on because it's not easy. It's not easy. You have to go to extremes right now because of the extreme conditions. So Sadly. thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank and you. Thank you for your amazing presentation. As always, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot, uh, some great stuff. And I, I, know the uh, people listening enjoyed it as well and guys if you're listening to the audio version of this i apologize but uh, there's a beautiful slideshow she showed to go back and check that out uh, let people know where they can find you please yes um mostly on rumble forward slash ricky leaks r-i-k-i-l-e-a-k-s and then in one of those slides i have my link tree which just has a como um, like the steps in which I would take to biohack safely. And I use a bunch of different doctor's protocols. So I'm not just trying to force feed you one way. So yes, yep. guys, Thank you. go check it out. Go check out her telegram channel and her website and everything. As, uh, she's doing some fantastic work, really important, if not the most important. If you're talking about healing and curing things that are, we're told can't be done, there's nothing more important than that, in my opinion. So Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all the support and the donations. We appreciate all of it. We love you guys. Can't do this without you. And we're doing this because of you. We love you. Good night. Have a great evening. And we will see you next time. Next time. Thank you. <laughs>